Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's The Drink Talking with The Thinking Drinkers, Ben McFarland and Tom Sandon, and Mistress of Wine, Sam Capon. All the booze, news and views, from absinthe to Zinfandel. I demand to have some booze! This week, co-starring Barry from Watford, a.k.a. Alex Lowe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. It's The Drink Talking. We're here again, a new year, new start, new me, new (laughs) yous, I'm sure. And today, to start the new year off, we've got a special guest with us as well. We've got Alex Lowe. Uh, Welcome, Alex, to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. You're our second superstar guest. So it's uh, it's great to have an extra voice on here to break up the monotony of our... Boring. (laughs) 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 So we're going to start with the spit or swallow as normal. So this is just two things that we like or dislike about the the world of drink. Super. Um, And as this is the first podcast back, the obvious choice was to talk about January. Generally, I don't know how you feel, Alex, or, Mm. or, or indeed... Any of us, uh, and I should say, I haven't even introduced oh, you. Yeah, come on, Tom. So it's all about Alex. <laughs> Don't worry about them. Come on. <laughs> I am here, of course. Uh, uh, my name's Tom. I'm the spirits expert, and I'm here with Ben, Hello. my other thinking drinker. Sorry, Ben. How are you? Very good, thank you. Have you had a, a good Christmas? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I like it more often. It was well worth bringing you in there. And Sam as well, our wine Hello. expert. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sam. How are you? Are you okay? I'm very well, thanks very much. I've just done um, three days no booze and my liver is very grateful. Okay, oh, three days is well fair done. enough. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing a month. No. no. I won't do the week. I'll probably have a drink tonight. No, I or don't. We'll be having a drink in the next... Oh, now, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, there are. so well done. Well Thanks. done. I would suggest that having a whole month off is absurd behaviour, so... Well, I have a birthday in January, so right in the middle, as does Alex. Yes, I do, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I never do dry January because no. I end up celebrating my um, birthday. Uh, I've also got a slight resistance to... That sort of thing that everyone joins in mm. with Movember. Veganry this year as well is all about so dry January. Yeah, it's now it. vegan. I don't know how you say it. Veganary. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So I'd be interested in that. That one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? Okay. Who wouldn't? Well. 
heterosexual women, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As interested, it's yeah. quite mundane to them, I imagine. Anyway, uh, well, my spit is about January. That's my big gripe. Is January, January in January general? January in general. I think it's fair to say it's a very long month. Not it's... as bad as February. Even though it's short, well, February's, February's short. worse. I think, I don't know. I mean, oh, January a... comes off the back of yeah, lots yeah. of celebratory times. I always and... find, I mean, January, no one's got any money, have they? I, I mean, if we're trying to do gigs or, you know, I'm doing a stand-up thing or whatever, no one has any money to spend on tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking about that, that's been <laughs> the case for some other months as well. But, yeah, no, January and February, pretty miserable. Right. I think you do need a drink to you cheer yourself it. up. Not that I'm advocating that to anyone out there, but... Well, um, no, I think one of the more recent things with January has become this dry January. This mm. is quite... I, I don't remember it, Ben, when we were kids. No. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Yeah. But there was the 70s and 80s. I, I think it was the, the uh, health trend yeah. kick wasn't quite so prevalent. No, that's exactly. right. I suggested and that I, I think that everyone's always sort of decided to take it a bit easier in mm. January, but mm. to have a whole month off and call it dry January is a bit much. Mm. I wouldn't want to use this as an opportunity to lambast people who decide to give up mm. alcohol for a month that is their business and more power to them but i actually don't think it's a good idea to completely cut I don't out get the alcohol idea. for one month yeah i don't uh, i think it's pointless if you're worried you're becoming an alcoholic then it's probably a good idea to not yes. have a drink mm. or maybe people are trying to prove that or people are trying to lose weight but actually as you said january's a miserable month anyway i get a huge amount of pleasure on a couple of glasses of wine on the weekend mm. and um i think it just makes yeah january even more poisonous on the back of having such a giggle in December. December. Yeah. Just to open this up a little bit, and I don't <laughs> want... I mean, I know you're all about drinking, but what I find occasionally, if I'm drinking a slightly rubbishy wine, more often than not is the case, <laughs> if I'm feeling a bit down mm. in those kind of months, January, February particularly, it can wake me up at three o'clock in the morning oh. with the terrors. Yeah, <laughs> and, increasingly, uh, I find. Yeah, increasingly as I get older. But, I mean, particularly with spirits, I had a friend of mine who bought a single malt for me right. a few years back and I thought oh this is you know I've never been one for spirits particularly and I thought you know th- mm. I'll, I'll give this a go this must be something that you know this is what proper adults drink <laughs> and every time I had it it would wake me up yeah. at three in the morning with absolute misery mm. my brother-in-law has stopped drinking for that exact reason yeah yeah, yeah. funny yeah. how that happens I think it's an age thing and I for me as well I find if I have like two glasses yes. I'm absolutely fine or, like you're kind of working out your limits so if I yes. have like two glasses of wine I go to sleep really nicely and I can basically sleep through my yeah. needing a wee or whatever and I feel <laughs> <laughs> just uh, wear a nappy so there's an actual name for it so. if you have to go for a pee in the night and I have this thing which means I'm never rested I ah. cannot go through a night without waking oh, that's up that's interesting that's an actual that. thing yeah, so I my look like four this. year old is constantly oh. up and we've tried to start bribing him with a 50p reward if he stays in bed ah. but it now I'm starting to wonder if it's actually because he just needs a wee he's got this thing as well if he wee's in his bed does well, no, I did say to him, you can get up <laughs> if you need a wee. But what started happening is he now just gets up and says he needs a wee. Yes, yeah, so I And then we go to the toilet he said, no, I don't need a wee. Mm. Oh, well, and so, yeah. Yeah, My so son is at half so a six, mum, I need a poo. <laughs> OK, and that's more serious. Fun. You definitely want to do that. But often he doesn't, it, but it, no, he knows I won't yeah. tell him off of being out of mm. bed. But no, I think it's, a lot of that is the waking up thing mm. inc- really increases uh, for me. Alex, would you wake up anyway... Were you not to have a drink, would you wake up and worry about... But it's not the anxiety, I think. That is true. I have Mm. done... (laughs) This is a lot of fun for everyone to listen (laughs) to. No, no, because I I think... it's the bread and butter. I get... This is our bread and butter. Yeah, this is what I I worry about. (laughs) Yeah. Everything. I mean, some big things like... Oh, I got big things. I mean, I'm going to be 50 next week. 
that is weighing so heavily. Is it really? My God, I never thought it would. I'd just carry on. But it, suddenly, it's throwing everything into sharp focus. What have I done with my time? Where am I oh going? God. It's all. I Did think, you have a f- no, crisis at 40? No, no, not really. No, I, didn't I didn't. But it's not that old 40. But no. I mean, 50 is not remotely young. I mean, yeah. that really is a watershed. But I mean, I never... <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Alex. What I think... Um, <laughs> 40 went by with a breeze. I thought, I just don't care about age anymore. Are you 40? You're making me worry now. We're currently all in our 40s. One more week, I yeah. But I mean, <laughs> no. uh, that's the only thing, and I, yeah, I'm sure there's people listening who uh, feel a similar thing. Mm. But then I think, oh, you know, should I give up my sort of ridiculous career? Should I start something else? But I think probably the truth is, it's about sorting out your mm. own head because mm. you'd yeah. end up in some horrible job, and a week later, going, mm. how, how did I end up this? here? This yeah. is yeah. awful. Yeah. You know? yeah, but that's also, that's a general thing. Of I still think, what am I going to do oh, when yeah. I grow up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I realize that this well, is it. I mean, the truth is. You know, I've been an actor all my life. I was a child actor as well. Nobody is going to employ me. Even if I, you know, the job market is not going to go, where you been? (laughs) You've been acting or just what we need, you know, an actor. But isn't there a lot to be said, Alex, for when you're reappraising like age in your life, how important it is doing something that you love and that this is it. This is your Mm. one shot. And if you really drill it down to what you love, what makes you happy, suddenly you go, God, life's actually quite easy. And have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. Have a a glass of wine. Not too much. But don't give up. Drink better. Don't give up alcohol for an entire month because it could be the last... Month <laughs> uh, which brings us neatly back onto uh, my spits, which we've sort of strayed away from. Can I just, can the, I just say, oh, you, you carry on because I've well, got I some the, facts about January. The point really wasn't just about the fact that January's miserable and that we don't drink, it's just this surge of anti drinking media that yes. we're swamped with and the rhetoric around yeah. drinking and how everyone's got a story about giving up mm. whether they're writing yeah. for the spectator or they're mm. writing for the guardian it's just a wave after wave of i gave up drinking my life so much better and but also just what do I resent, it guys is stop this, drinking is, this, is the kind of cyclical nature of it so for example you know when you pick up that magazine or paper in the beginning of january it's all health exercising dieting and it's like having to like flagellate yourself for having fun in December yeah, yeah. and it's been like well can't we just be a bit more moderate all the time well, rather you go, than have so. this you know these blocks yeah. of all or nothing mm. and it's just like um I, I think it's, drink, it's, I actually drink, find it quite annoying drink less drink better drink less throughout the year exactly oh, that's then and then you yeah, thank, thank you Alex. that is our catchphrase um, drink less drink, drink better, better yeah. throughout the year and just don't behave like a completely Lunatic. deranged chimp throughout December yeah, yeah. and then yeah. in January you, you won't be sitting there going yeah. I can't even have one glass yeah, of wine in the right. evening mm. just to get through it but also some of the things that are coming out at the moment which simply cannot have just been discovered the Cambridge scientists who've revealed this month mm. coincidentally that drinking they've discovered does destroy our DNA in some way and can contribute to cancer it's like well you didn't just find that out on the 2nd of January You've been sitting on this and you didn't put that out in December because yeah, 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 it's a yeah, bit yeah. boo-hoo and everyone wants to have a nice time. And then January, boom, we're hit with all this really, but what, really depressing... How does, if my DNA is deteriorating, does that not just affect my offspring? Uh, well, it repairs itself. So acetaldehyde, oh, what the, the body produces, which is actually detrimental your to your DNA. DNA strands. But then they repair themselves, and but they repair oh, themselves right. in a way that's more susceptible to cancer. Apparently, I am not a scientist. <laughs> However, that's the news story that's being pumped out yeah, in January. And I just yeah. think, well, they've known that for some time. Yeah. Professor Nutt, who's by all accounts He's an interesting... He's the one that up with the anaesthetic. Uh, <laughs> well, Nutt. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a man who said, actually, that uh, he once said that taking 
taking ecstasy was less dangerous than riding a horse. Oh, uh, yeah, I, didn't know I he, remember him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. know if he meant taking horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but either way, he got into ketamine. a bit of trouble about that. But he synthesised alcohol and reckons that in 10 years he'll have a drug that gives you all the effects of alcohol without any of the harmful effects. Uh, so all um, the nice, can relaxed I just feeling... Say, without drinking alcohol. I That's be. shite. Because for me, <laughs> drinking alcohol is all about the taste of it. And sometimes, actually, the effects of a pain. So I don't drink to get drunk. I drink because I enjoy the taste. Yeah. 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 Uh, this do that. sounds exactly like the sort of 1950s sci-fi where yeah. we all Food. take a pill. Mm. Yeah. You won't need to enjoy it. Absolute mm. cobblers. And mm. I'd like to say to Professor Nuts, <laughs> get on your horse, take some LSD, and ride out of town, old son. It's all a load of bunkum. Totally. Ooh, bunkum, that's a good word. Yes. Although, if he does nail that, then he's probably going to make a few quid, quid, isn't he? He yeah, is, and that's right. why it's a good time to put that new story out again, because yeah. January's a good month for Professor Nutt. It's, uh, it's good for business. <laughs> it's not good for our business. People not drinking in pubs and not buying alcohol would be mm. put out of work. So I think that January is a bad enough month. I should also say I'm not a big fan of the reaction to people who are giving up alcohol, including the reaction from bars who say, dry January, how about a dry wine? Or a, we're doing a oh, dry do gin oh, martini. Shit, every, right, okay, every all right. I'm not saying that the people who give up alcohol for January should be lambasted in any way. I just think the whole movement of anti-alcohol rhetoric is just a bit... Nanny state. Uh, well, yeah. Nanny state. Thank you, Alex. Thank um, you. So there you go. Well done. Like it. I agree. <clears throat> Booze. Let's have a booze up. <laughs> yes. Come on. So uh, that was my spit, January, the whole of January, and uh, all that happens in it. My swallow this week is all about drinking and people who've championed drinking in the face of prohibition, and it's all about a group of New Zealanders who set up a sandcastle in coastal waters. There was a, a beach that banned alcohol, and I don't know how you, you pronounce this, Sam, so I'm going to give you as our New Zealand expert, uh, the Tairua Estates on the Coromandel Peninsula. Anyway, they have a ban on alcohol there, and these guys decided to set up a bar in international waters. Oh, brilliant. So they built a huge sandcastle in the, in the sea just off the coast, and they put a picnic bench on there. I mean, they really went to town on the decor. And then they started drinking there in the morning on New Year's Eve. And in fact, what was nice about it was no one did them for it. And the police actually said, well, fair play. And if we <laughs> so how do people get out there? Well, oh, it's, it's like about five inches from the shore. It's not, it's not actually it's a, deep. It's, oh, it's hilarious. It's, and the tide was out when they Until, built yeah. it, and then the tide comes in. I mean, how they get home is probably more the issue. They have to keep drinking there until <laughs> what, the tide goes out again. But what's hilarious, as Tom said, is actually the mayor basically praised the group, and that's the one thing I absolutely love, the inventiveness of our people. Yeah, You know, they just brilliant. thought, they, you know, actually all the, the law enforcement thought it was hilarious that this yeah, group of people good. had found a way around the non-drinking... Um, issue and they were left there in peace and quiet nothing happened and yeah. drink just driving mm. the ingenuity of humanity which is why it's so crucial to our survival as a species absolutely um, and so that was that's almost like in your face dry January uh, <laughs> we're building sandcastles and drinking on them have that uh, so that was my swallow Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to It's the Drink Talking. It is time for a, a tasting. Now, Alex, we understand you like a drink and you perhaps would err on the side of wine as a choice. Would that yes, be fair to I say? Yes, I think that uh, with uh, Mrs. Lowe at home, mm-hmm. we have a gallon, we have a bottle <laughs> of uh, wine, mostly err on the side of white nowadays. Ooh, okay. But yeah, we're wine drinkers at home. So well, it just ticks over. You just have like a bottle on, on the, go. the go. On the go. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, we don't tend to have any sort of wine cellar or even you know if I, one of us says let's have some wine I go down to our local shop purchase a bottle of wine maybe two of a weekend and what's your policy when you're buying a wine very you- simple very very simple I look for the most expensive <laughs> then I go down sort of one or two mm. but my Vintner, is that the word? Is yeah. only my local news agent. So, so I like a Londis. Is it a Londis? No, it's not a Londis. Oh. It's not is a it Londis. an independent local it, news agent? Uh, oh God, it's hard to say. I mean, it's on the crap side. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no question. It's not. There's nothing flashy about it. <laughs> good. Uh, but I'll go for sort of brands I, mm. I'm familiar with, and I don't think I spend less than eight quid. Okay, that's that's where I'm at. Are you yeah. impressed by that's like quite... a pencil drawing of a, like a chateau? Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I don't like the sort of gimmicky. Something's called old bastard or yeah, something. No, yeah, yeah, Not yeah, interested yeah, in that. Yeah. I like something that looks sort of traditional. Premium. I'm also a sucker for the made-up wine award, which has got a little yeah. sticker on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't cuss those. Yeah, oh, sorry. So, 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 yeah. Sam is a gun for hire. What, wine uh, awards? I'm a master of wine, and one of the things I do is judge at wine awards. Yeah, so really? those, those stickers... Some, um, are, some are important. Some are important. Yeah, the ones I know. do are important. Are they, are they obviously. now? Obviously. <laughs> really? Okay. Are you paid for the ones you do? Awesome. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So, you <laughs> yeah. so, so basically, you turn up and you um, over the course of a day, we have to taste about a hundred wines. So we do obviously spit, and um, you're in a panel. I lead a panel, and then you basically give the wine a score, which equates to like gold, silver, bronze, yeah, or what have yeah. you. And then it will get awarded a sticker. Yeah. yeah. How many um, are there? Oh, there's there's massive like hundreds. Yeah, I'd have thought so. But you, they've got some really big ones in sort of Australia, in obviously in in Paris, in Brussels. Mm. I was asked to judge at some in um, September in China. So just quite keen to get into that scene. That's, yeah. that's really interesting. But you know, they're just a really exciting um, merging market. 
But as a general rule, if I go down to my local museum, I'm often thinking, God, what is this I'm yeah. drinking? It wouldn't be out of the question to be drinking something that's all right. It's not full of chemicals and a load of rubbish. I mean, those major high street yep. labels. Yeah, I'm quite pro big brands. Yes. And I think the wine chain can be a little bit divisive with the more like old fashioned premium area and then the big brands but the big brands almost a bit like champagne in that they're trying to be homogenous you know they're trying to get out a product that's really fruity really enjoyable and they've got really talented winemakers you know behind the scene and there's this whole thing about natural wine this whole trend which is implies that the rest of the wine isn't natural but um there's very little chemicals in wine you know you've got the grapes you press them there'll be some sulfur dioxide in there as a preservative to stop it oxidizing that's pretty much it (laughs) i love a bit of so too and that's pretty much it that's pretty much the only chemical in wine yeah so in our in our podcast we do a tasting so it would be sam's tasting today so we thought it'd be appropriate they're red wines and i've got two red wines and I thought today because I couldn't believe we haven't done this yet we'd look at the great Cabernet Sauvignon oh yes so we've got um, (laughs) yes that's my favourite so I thought the nice kind of two Cabernet Sauvignons one is from Bordeaux so yes, quite right. a more traditional old school Ben you'll like this it's got we're going to taste this one first it's got a line drawing it's got a line drawing of a chateau on it uh, so it looks quite premium but we'll taste them both and we'll see what you prefer Tom is that a Australian wine um, yeah, it's yes. either that and it's or about it's got a cricket English. theme. I yes. mean, we have we've just come off the back oh, of uh, and Ben. Can you pass me the glasses? Very, very impressive really Ashes tour for anyone who's listening in 2019 to this podcast. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> if you are listening now, I? that was pretty disastrous. No, this is the thing. I mean, my uh, good lady wife, she does like a French. French she likes the, the, as you said, a more traditional wine taste. She's oh, not right. so mad on the new world. I don't mind a Shiraz or something mm-hmm. from Australia, but she always describes it as cough medicine. Well, you know what is interesting? Some can be so fruity that they yeah. can taste like black currant yes. pastels and that's quite, and and I quite think cough medicine that's what she doesn't like. But I love it. I love the fact that everyone's different. Everyone's got their own personal, I don't know, whether it's the amount of taste buds or what have you. So here we are in Bordeaux, yes. uh, in the Medoc. So basically you've got the River Gironde that runs through uh, Bordeaux and you've got wines on the right bank, which tend to be Merlot dominated, and then those on the left bank, which tend to be Cabernet. So this is 65%. Cabernet Sauvignon and the rest is Merlot but it's 2006 and we can see that it's oh, um, this is quality um, 2006 how much is this it's got legs on it, it right so legs are see, alcohol Alex is bang right yeah. in there and it's and it's moving, and it's, um, moving um, the glass can I comment like on Alex's holding of yeah. the wine glass by the stem as you are meant to and he's got quite a nice little swirling technique going on there as well. <laughs> and he smelt it Alex is a bit he's of a dark a, horse he's, he's a swirler he's a swirler so yes this is Cabernet dominant and the thing about Cabernet is it's a really tiny berry so you tend to produce wines that are quite dark and it's got lots of phenolics in it so it's got lots of colour lots of structure lots of tannin so they're very good at ageing and it's also why often it's blended with something a bit softer like Merlot. Mm. But Cabernet is um, a noble grape and it's one of the easiest to distinguish if you're tasting it blind mm. because of the colour, the structure and also um, really distinct kind of... Let's see what you chaps it's get It's not me if I'm getting too technical, but can you get pissed yeah. just smelling it? No. Oh, no. But I know what you <laughs> mean. Professor Sometimes... Nuts is all over the <laughs> Oh, yeah, him. Yeah. That yeah, killjoy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's what I'm saying. The legs. The legs, Alex, are basically alcohol. So oh, this suggests great. it's quite alcoholic, but that's unusual for Bordeaux. Where is it? <clears throat> no, I, I would tend to drink this wine yeah, with food or after food. 
if I were to have a wine with cheese, and we've said yeah. many times, oh, there yeah. are so many better things to you have. You don't with often cheese. have cheese with breakfast, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Why, uh, <laughs> right. Um, so I tend to have something else going on next to this because it it seems quite dry and mm. a lot thinner than yeah. I'd expect. Because I expect it to be quite full and right. rich as a, okay. as a wine. The one we're tasting next is, but yeah, so, so Cabernet is really structured, but the thing about Bordeaux, and 2006 was a good vintage in Bordeaux, but it's got a Mediterranean-ish climate, but it's not mega, 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 mega hot. It does produce, you know, quite refined wines. They're not really soupy. They're not mega ripened, sort of mega concentrated. I mean, I'd say Claret, you know, is medium bodied. Mm. I'd say this is a really good example. Black currenty. Yes, I was just going to yeah. say. So kind of cassis and also French oak here. It's had like 10, 12 months in French oak, which gives some spice. And claret's often described as quite cedary, mm. that kind of slightly spicy mm. wood, mm. quite fresh acid. Nice. And sorry, how and much is that? Well, Jess, it's quite complicated because you either buy the mixed case of six, or you get mm. the single bottle price. I think if you buy the mixed case, it's thirteen ninety nine. Okay, God, that's wow. right, isn't it? For, for two thousand and six, mm. I haven't actually tried it yet. So here we go. Go on, Alex. Go on, Alex. I mean, I, I, my, you are a step above, ahead of me in terms of pricing, Alex. I would look for. Six ninety nine, five ninety nine. Yeah, really, so I've I'm... started buying a lot of Chardonnay and Co-op because yeah. they're under the five pound mark because no one else is buying Chardonnays because of the reputation. But um, <laughs> but it's brilliant because I'm just filling my bits of Chardonnay <laughs> at the moment. I love Chardonnay; it's yeah, my yeah. fave. Yeah, it's really Absolutely. tasty. Oh yeah, no, I really love it. I tend to pour a glass of wine when I'm making dinner, and then last night I had to go up and read my son an annoying little. Man, that he is a bedtime story. I poured the glass of wine and it started to warm up in the half an hour it took to get through that process. And as it warmed up, I have to say, it started to yeah. lose its appeal. White wine, I like really yes. properly chilled. Yeah, so. Chilling white wine, you want to chill it enough because you want it to be fresh and crisp, but actually, you don't want to chill it too much because then it kind of destroys sort of some of the flavours and whatnot. I've just discovered. They're called like wine stones, right. and also they sound painful. Yeah, <laughs> or sexual. Yeah, I met a woman on uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve who was saying that you can get these stones. That you know, you use the title. No, really. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just re- rewind. I mean, I assume it's both genders can enjoy these stones in some way, form or another. I don't know any about them. And you put them in your mouth, I assume, do you? I, I know <laughs> that. I know that. It's not much of a sexual game if I put them in my wait, 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 wait. Pelvic floor exercises, I think, is uh, the point of them. Right, okay. That's not a sexual thing. That's actually well, it's, rehabilitation, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Combination of the two, oh, I God. suggest. <laughs> it's, it just reminds Depends me. I was in, I was in um, Tesco's yesterday, and I said to one of the women in there, um, have you got eggs up aisle two? She said, no, it's just the way I walk. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Uh, boom, boom, boom. That's a good one. So we're now on the second wine. So did we like the claret? I did, yes. Yeah, uh, I did. It wasn't quite what I expected, actually. A very, very sort of fruity... Uh, maybe it's just the way that every time you drink wine, it doesn't taste as you imagine it to. <laughs> yeah. You expect it to taste like red currant, black currant. But... Um, didn't feel very bold, mm. very robust. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think they kind Chunky. of reflect their cultures, don't they? I say Australians, I love Australians. Steady. <laughs> but they are fairly... Assertive. Assertive. Eddie Jones, for instance, the uh, rugby coach. Confident. Confident. He says it how it is, mate. Full of themselves. You know, yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And uh, they, they, they're not massively nuanced. They're common as Mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
even the Australian flu, which is oh yeah, everyone's getting mm. mad, and that's that's yeah, not nuanced at all. It's yeah. fucking no. awful from what yeah. I've yeah. 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 Yeah, worse oh, yeah. than swine flu apparently. Yeah. But one thing I would say is so much of it is climate. You know, you've got the grapes on the vine; they are ripening in the sun or the non-existent sun. And how much sugars are in the grape resulting from the sun? Then completely, you know, gets fermented out and dictates the style of the wine. So the structure, the weight, the flavour, etc. 2006, you can see this is now like a nearly over 11 year old wine, right? The claret. And it still had a really good colour, quite a lot of fruits, was yeah. holding up really, really well for an 11 year wine. Mm. But it is quite restrained, quite elegant. It's a food wine, definitely, with those tannins. Probably most Cabernets are. And I correct myself, it was 11.99 if you buy six, it was 13.99 if you get a bottle. Wow. Okay. So that's pretty good value. From Majestic. Right? From Majestic. Yeah. From Majestic. Mm. And our next one is also from Majestic, and it's called the Jim Barry. Can I just say a quick drive. word for Majestic? I'd like to apologise to them because I took my three year old there before <laughs> Christmas. Oh, yeah. And he's pushing the trolley around. <gasps> no, um, which was That's so stressful. Which, which was all right. I was like, it's okay. And then I left him for a minute because oh, I got all distracted. No. And he started <gasps> putting the bottles in. The... Did he break anything? Only three. Okay. And the guy came over and he was clearly very angry. And I yeah. said, I'm going to pay for them. And I got to two, and he was like, "Don't worry about it." Really? Oh, so I like to say that. Oh, oh, majestic healing. They're very good guys. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. And so this one actually, kids. yeah, could be so children. <laughs> 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 Great place for kids. We were going to go to Snakes and Ladders uh, soft play, but I thought, well, fuck it, let's go to a wine shop. Break anything actually, in those places, I... can you? <laughs> let's go somewhere we can really break yeah. some. Did stuff. I? I'm not sure. I actually said the name of the claret. Chateau Bonac. Actually, you're the you're the, yeah, you're you're the, the French mother. Chateau Bonac. Sounds very similar. Say it like. Remember the lips forward, Sam. I just thought we'd get onto this next one. I have to say, there's a bit of gimmicky stuff going on here. There's a cricketer on the front, there's a story about a cover drive on the back. This might be. Alex, it's got a medal there. It's got a medal. It's got all going on. Yeah, these are all things. It's got a silver medal on it. It's got the Alex would turn around and say, no, thank you. I'd say, no, thank you. Well, especially since it's a silver medal, it's not even a gold. It's pretty good. That means it's won between 90 to 94 points. Yeah, that's pretty good. Gold's really hard. So this is called Jim Barry Cover Drive. It's Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, Single bottle price is 14.99, but mixed case is 10.99. Jim Barry um, is, isn't it? I'm more suspicious of that. Jim Barry, great winery. I think they were named an Australian winery of the year. And it's got the cricket bat and the man playing cricket on it because the vineyards are actually where an old cricket ground used to be. Okay. Oh, that's right. Right. So okay. it's not. It's not. It's slightly. I mean, it is pretentious to have this description of the yeah, cover driving yes, cricket. <laughs> but since it's by Jim Barry, I thought my Barry from Watford character might. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 as, uh, as follows. <laughs> The the cover drive is one of the most uh, classic shopping cricket. I was inspired to name our wine in honour of this masterly stroke, which I've had a masterly stroke a couple of years ago, (laughs) after purchasing a retired cricket ground in the Coonawara, I know what that is. My Ooh. quest for a piece of the... Fa- and so it goes on. It's tedious. It's pretentious. <laughs> Let's try it. Thanks, Baz. Um, He's gone now. Uh, and so, and this has been aged for 12 months in 50% French and 50% American oak, which is that lovely spice. Uh, and vanilla. this is quite I'm a different... Yeah. And this yeah. is well, really... Mm. To me, this is delicious. Yeah, this mm. is... This I like is, both wines. But I'm, in, I'm kind else. of... I like fruit. 
I do like fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're lucky because you should eat five, five, five fruit. You need to eat five pieces a, a day, day as well. So this is my grapes. first of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's probably got quite high alcohol. Ben, have a quick look. 14. 14. Yeah. 14. It tastes thick. 14. One of my yes. main criteria for choosing wine. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. is, yeah. is the Do you know, never go below, what, 12? Well, it's oh, quite hard no. to go below What would 12. be the point of oh, that? No. Did you know that it. it's imported by a company in Harpenden? Which, which is, is where I live. Did they say which one? Well, and you've been on tour, we should say. Yeah, as we, Barry we, we, was played just Harpenden, here. Didn't you? you did we the Harpenden Halls. Angelos and Barry, we do a double act and we played Harpenden. Yes. Enjoyed it very much. Yes, and it so. made me think that, you know, I live near Watford. Quite nice, Harpenden. Do you live near Watford? So is it yeah, Barry, Barry from Watford who was I just here? I live in the arty, he... the arty section. The, in, of the okay. enclave. What I call the Crouch End of Watford. The Crouchon of Watford. <laughs> yeah. For anyone listening uh, outside of North London, and I assume there are. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Crouch End is a sort of arty media hangout where I used to live for many years. It's full of actors wandering around with nothing to do all day. So when we had our kids, we moved out to right. the suburbs. Okay. And um, we live in this little arty Edwardian enclave of Watford. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. a Watford football fan, so uh, so oh, I okay. know Watford very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would go there at weekends to watch, ah, watch okay. football there. So okay. I'm familiar with the place, but I would never live there. And so. Barry from Watford is a character. <laughs> well, Barry from Watford is based on my Cockney forebears from South East London, who oh. all moved to the suburbs during the war because they were in the very getting bombed, oh. you know. And I think there was a move to get people out into the sort of green belt. And they moved out to South Harrow, and my uh, nan and uh, granddad had a uh, greengrocer's in South Harrow and then a fish stall. And they were sort of proper old companies in a way that you'd show me uh, people talking. They don't do it so yeah. much nowadays, you see. But, of course, I was brought up in Pinner, so I'm nice and middle class, you know, and I think they probably thought we were a little bit... Uh, snobby middle classy types but sadly all those people have gone now but that sort of post-war old person is what I remember growing up and I sometimes think you know the kids don't really know that now because you old people as I remember them are not really what they used to be no Mm. they're They're dressing like (laughs) (laughs) but I mean you know you see them my wife calls them 1661s you know from the back you think oh she's 16 she turned around Jesus (laughs) you know they're wearing what their grandchildren are wearing and they've got hair like their grandchildren you go look Have some adults. dignity, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just grow old. You, you don't have to be like your sixties old grandma. I'm looking forward to it. Just well, wearing it's great, you know. Beige slacks and and not yeah. caring Holy about flammable. my. Yeah. As I get older, I use I use an expression to uh, someone today in the text. In the old days, I wouldn't have used... And it was something like, it happened to me out of the blue, I wrote. And it was it was all a bit... Kind of, I mean, that's a terrible example. But it was all a bit sort of lovely and gentle. Mm. And a few years ago, I wouldn't have done that. I'd have said, you know, I'd, have, I'd have used an expletive. Or right, right. I just think, you know, what... I just want to express myself. Gentle, yeah. want to be gentle. Who wants yeah. to be a horrible? Yeah. Too tired. Yeah. I'm too I'm tired. Too tired for the anger. Kids, it's like, no more. <laughs> yeah. Just leave me alone. Yeah. I, I get the being alone thing as well. Much more. Oh my as I get god! Older, I've had being this conversation. Alone. Yeah. yeah just, like, but I used to look at elderly people and and shuffling along on their own, and I yes. used to have this unnatural sorrow. Like, oh, looking at them, thinking, God, they're they're so think, lonely. Oh, it's but as I get older, I think I want to be them. But you know, it often happens when people from outside 
of London mm-hmm. go, oh, God, isn't it miserable on the tube? No one talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Look, people want a little bit of downtime yeah, to just yeah, have a absolutely. thought. Yeah. Yeah. a conversation. Yeah. I mean, you've all been on the train late at night, the sort of drunk train, mm. where someone says, I'm just trying to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Look at everyone boring, yes. everyone boring, <laughs> not talking. It's like, mate, yeah. it's not, no Back offense to you. I just want a bit of quiet. It doesn't I mean just, I'm miserable. I just want to listen to Celine Dion on children. my iPad. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I talk yeah. to most of the people. Yeah. Yeah. But just because you've had a drink doesn't mean mm, uh, we no, all right. want to uh, anyway. Right. So you've been touring then. Uh, yes. So yep. Are you finished the tour or what's going we, on? We finished the, the tour. Year? We finished the tour. We did it. We, we do the show Angels and Barry, the new power generation. We did it last year, went all around the country and then we had a run at the Soho Theatre. Then we Snazzy. did it again this year. But, you know, we had a great time. Uh, Dan Skinner plays Angelos. I play Barry. And, you know, you hear about these double acts who hate each other. We, we get on very well. So. <laughs> I, know, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, so it's lovely to... Is it scary to... doing live shows? Not really. I mean, I, I really come from that background of theatre and stuff. And I love doing that. And it, and it keeps the adrenaline mm, flowing. Going. It's so much better than sometimes I go and do a bit in a TV programme. It m- mainly involves turning up first thing in the morning, sitting in a porter cabin, having a cup of tea, worrying about the lines, mm. falling asleep, doing it about sort of midday thank you very much, goodbye, and you're off home. So mm. it's lovely to remember what you liked about acting and, yeah. and doing that live stuff. There's no, there's no, I mean, the kind of adrenaline buzz. It's, it's like Gary Lineker, when he gave up football, he could have gone into management and all that stuff. He thought, yeah. what do I, what is going to give me the same buzz? I know, I'll do live, live telly. Mm. So yeah. it's the same sort of getting on the stage mm. and, I mean, it's nothing lovelier than people turning up to see you and you think, gosh, I didn't know that anyone knew yeah. us up here. It's always surprising yeah. us. Yeah, we're, always, yeah. we're, we're looking through a curtain seeing a, a yeah. room full of people. You think, who are who they? Are they? Yeah, yeah, it's these great. are not what? friends and family. This yeah, yeah. might be working. That's it, that's it. But, uh, you know, we, we get on really well and we have a good old laugh. And then we have a nice hotel. Not nice. A hotel. Yeah, yeah, but you have separate uh, rooms. We so. have yeah. separate rooms. Some, we're not there yet. Big deals. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, we were sort of very well looked after by Live Nation. That's good. I mean, like going on about the age thing again. In the old days, going to the Edinburgh Festival and what have you, kipping on people's mm. floors. I just find I, I don't okay. want to do that now. Will you do the because we, we this will be our ninth consecutive or eighth, eighth, eighth friend, consecutive fringe. fringe. We, we're thinking of uh, funny enough. I was talking to Dan yesterday, and we were thinking we might mm. do the fringe. Mm. We, we saw you at the fringe years ago. The one year. Barry's bingo. Oh yeah, uh, upstairs at the Pleasant. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Really oh, that's enjoyed. good. Yeah, I was very nervous that year for some reason. Oh, okay. well, you had some great. I mean, someone like well, who put us on to you? Tim Vine, I think. Was oh, saying, Tim Vine. Go yeah, this yeah. Is the best thing I've seen well, on the fringe. Tim but. Vine. Yeah, put out a tweet saying it's the best thing yeah, I've right. ever seen at the fringe, which I, which was I thought, oh, my God, isn't that great? Until I saw his show, which really is the best. <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I thought, he hasn't I seen that technically. Honestly, his thing. We, you know, he does his show for anyone who's interested where he invites people literally straight out of the audience on stage and he interviews them based on just what's written on the card which is um, you know uh, what they do where they live and he improvises this stuff and they chime in quite often they don't chime in very much and you think that is an extraordinary That's ballsy, skill yeah. because <laughs> it is just on the seat of his pants yeah. and I always think you know you can sort of fluff it a couple of times and the audience you can sense them going Oh, God, mm. I feel very uncomfortable with this. It's not working. It's not working. But he doesn't drop the ball. Mm. It is phenomenal. That's a skill. Yeah. That's it a really real is. Skill. And so the moment I saw that, I thought, oh, yes, 
mine isn't quite the best. <laughs> that is the problem That's with France, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing we, other people who are far yeah, superior yeah, to One of the benefits of going to see a show that is really, really bad is you think, I'm, I'm here for 45 minutes, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also it's going... We are well, not the worst <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, there is that. There is. Well, we went one year. We went to see the Chinese State Circus, my wife and I, and we were. And there was a woman up there, no safety net, but highly dangerous. And my wife nudged me and said, "You're right. You look a bit worried." I said, "I'm just a bit worried about my show." And she said, "You're worried." She's up there balancing on a fucking saucer by her foot, hundred foot in the air, and you're worried about the show. I thought, do you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a strange place. I mean, we will keep grinding away at it until. The glories of television come knocking on our door, <laughs> which means we'll be doing it for another 20 years, I'm sure. But when we first went there, we were just so full of enthusiasm mm. for it. And we saw everything, we consumed everything, including a lot of alcohol. Yeah, we yeah. did a lot of shows, probably half cut. Mm. And we've slowly learned to see it oh, as we a, don't a work drink anyway. now. You do, what, um, um, what's your policy with having a drink before? I never do. Ever, no. Never. No. I just, the, the horror of forgetting mm. what I was going to say and yeah, not being right. as sharp. I think that's a slippery slope. No, yeah, I, yeah, we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've tried and tested. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is, yeah. and we yeah. don't yeah. anymore. Indulge. So, would you spit it out? Do you? Oh, we, just, well, we well the audience drink. gets mm. five drinks. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about the history of alcohol, and then we've got the. We've done a show called Legends of Liquor about all the great people that have used alcohol in the right way and inspired them. Yeah. And we have drink on stage, but. There are theatrical ways of um, describing yes. a drink, i.e. water for the white spirits. Oh, and oh, then yeah. uh, some tea. Yeah, we tea tend to be a bit oh, less useful doing yes, that. Yeah, We don't actually, because, yeah, over 26 nights. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, we still go for a beer afterwards just yeah. to yeah. commiserate or celebrate, depending on how it's gone. The other thing is that Dan, who I'm, he's, he's quite strict about what he puts into his body. Sure. So much so that... Um, I get in the van afterwards, and and one of my riders was some wine gums, <laughs> and you would think I was crack. on crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, really? Or you can have those. Oh well, good. <laughs> oh yeah, I got some dried nuts or something. Yeah, really? I mean, the, honestly, it's <laughs> the nanny Body state. In the it is so ridiculous. Oh, oh, yeah, go on, help yourself. If that's what you want. But yeah. all I'm I saying is you'll have a rush gum. of that. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, what that is is sugar boiled down. It's like, look. <laughs> They're so tasty, though. It's just a bloody packet of wine gums. There's no wine in it. You want to go back and listen to some of our podcasts? We had a massive rant about pub snacks uh, oh, a yeah. few podcasts ago just because the way it's going with the vegetable crisps and less oh, fat. Come on. It's Muck in it, but yeah, no, I find that it's and fancy bars in the West End. Sort mm. of, um, you said we got any crisps, and they think you would, uh, yeah. done a shit on the yeah. bar, you know. I mean, <laughs> have you got any crisps? Well, yeah, that's the traditional British you know snack. I went, uh, one of the most shocking things I've experienced in recent years. I told I my son to an, about that. I went to an Indian restaurant, oh, not that, <laughs> and I, said, I did a shit on the bar, yeah, I showed a bar just to, you know, yeah. just to Sam set here. a stall out, yeah. Uh, but then afterwards, literally. I said, um, so literally, I was like, uh, yeah, can I have five bobadobs? Five bobadobs, yeah, and they went, no, don't do them. You know those ultra posh kind of Indian restaurants? I know, I know the ones. Mm. I know and you're like, what? No, come on. Yeah, they were like proper dons of beneath right? us. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. That so is really? really? Yeah, we were, as a, as a group, it Horrified. really... Do you leave? It defeated, um, the morale got lowered. Mm. Mm. And one more question about Barry. Yeah. I mean, I imagine he likes a drink. What, what would him and... What would you think what, would oh, he and Margaret good. drink... Well, they like, you know, those sort of drinks he used to get if he used to get a bazooka. <laughs> a bazooka or a campari. It's like a little bit sophisticated. Mm. You know, a bazooka taboo. 
But yeah, something a bit exotic that says, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a guy, about a man about town, <laughs> you know, like a cocktail, you know, that sort of thing. Right, OK. That's yeah. good to know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you think about the wine then, Alex? Did you enjoy oh, that? I really like this one. I sort of, it's slightly more robust, chunky, I think was mm. the word mm. used, than the previous one. I hate to say that for our European cousins, but I slightly prefer that. Red cherry drops. Yes. Yeah. Red cherry drops and black currants. And Kunawara is the uh, the region. So Kunawara is a famous strip of like red terrorosa soil yes. where it famously grows Cabernet to a great effect. I, lo- in I South like Australia. it. The picture of the cricketer is Pits still a off. bit raw for me. Mm. Yeah, it is. Get it over is. it. I mean, it's <laughs> only a couple of weeks since... Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about waking up in the middle of the night yes. and feeling oh, depressed, God. you I kept turning on the ashes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And Do we not win them? Oh, did no, we got battered? We, we not got battered. We, it was yeah, we bad. Got battered. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I was no, waking was... up at five thirty with the kids, and I was putting the radio on, and that was mm. the thing that got me through the first hour of the morning mm. of just almost comatose. Yeah. And yeah. all I had to listen to was them getting torn apart. Oh, was... even worse, just the highlights because they'd yeah, already been bowled out. Already done. So I didn't <laughs> get a program. What? It must yeah, be raining. I just had it on playing, and yeah, then yeah. they've been bowled out. Yeah. And what have you got coming up in two thousand eighteen? Well, yes, I'm doing a few bits as Clinton Baptist. East, which is a character I played in yeah. Phoenix Nights. Yeah. Peter Kay gave me, uh, you know, his blessing to go and do that. So I do Clinton every now and then. Brilliant. Where are you doing that? Is I'm that... doing that at. Do you know what? In February, I'm doing that up in Whitehaven, of all places. Yeah. I can't believe I agreed to go all the way up there because it cost me a lot of money. And that is with. Is it Jason Robinson, who's a rugby star? So it's one of those evenings with him, and I'm the sort of warm-up guy. So how that's going to go, I do not know. And And people can see, maybe see you at the Edinburgh Fringe. uh, I think so. Uh, Dan and I, uh, Angelus and Barry, we're writing a sitcom now. Somewhere down the line, you might, if anyone's listening to this, who knows what will happen to it, but we're trying to turn that into a pilot for telly and... And also uh, you've got your podcast, which I... Podcast, The Angelos and Barry Show. Which is, um, you're recording at the Museum (coughs) of Comedy. We're doing, oh yes, that's right, the Museum of Comedy, please come, the 31st of January, it's in Bloomsbury, the Museum of Comedy, and it's a live podcast, it's a bit like Derek and Clive, but not quite as filthy, and it's entirely made up, okay. I am a massive fan. Oh, and it's fantastic. We played and it in the van, in fact, in really? while we're yeah, we, touring. While we're so touring. Oh, good, we good. That. And we played the Museum of Comedy. We have quite regulars there. And oh, it's yes. a lovely venue. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's good. It's a bit quirky. And yeah, and it only holds 80 people. Mm. Yeah, but that's it? good for but us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> God, really that's really a bit of a key. If you put cabaret tables out, even less we find. Yeah. 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 Just um, fill the room with tables. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we're, we're there the night after sometimes. Oh, I'd love you so to come. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. very funny podcast. What day of the week's that? It's Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. So it's the Angelos and Barry show. It's on iTunes, and the live show is on the 31st of January at the Museum of Comedy. Please come. It's funny. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank Thank you you for joining us. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Oh, lovely. um, And share your stories. And uh, thanks to... Everyone for listening. Yeah. I hope you have of you. listened and enjoyed, enjoyed it. Um, we'll look forward to giving you another podcast next week. So for now, cheers. cheers. Bye. 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 This was a Grand Crew podcast from Seven Digital. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 